0: Brilliance Audio presents All That Glitters by Diana Palmer Performed by Todd McLaren The bright Texas sun was hot on ivory-keen, short, wavy blonde hair. She'd only just had it cut. Its natural wave gave it golden highlights, adding to the soft radiance of her oval face with its creamy complexion, and faintly tormented, warm gray eyes. Her youth made the woman standing on the porch watching her feel her age even more. It added to Marlene's resentment toward her only child. She took an impatient draw from her cigarette with her two red lips, wrinkled a little around the edges from years of smoking. She used concealers, but they were cheap and didn't work. If Ivory had taken the modeling job Marlene had tried to push her into, she would have had money for expensive cosmetics. She'd coaxed and demanded and cried. But for once, she hadn't been able to move the silly girl. Instead, Ivory had managed to get a scholarship to a fashion design school in Houston. And now, she was determined to go there. "'You've been out of high school for two years,' You'll be older than most of the other students, Marlene argued from the porch, still hoping to keep Ivory from leaving. Besides, you don't even know how to set a proper table or get along in polite society, she added meanly. I'll learn those things, Ivory replied in her quiet drawl. I'm not stupid. I'll have to learn everything you never taught me, Ivory thought. As she stood in front of the house, watching for the neighbor who was giving her a lift to the bus station. Her mother had never been sober long enough to teach her much, except how to fetch glasses and bottles and wait on her boyfriends. She felt a chill, even in the hot sun. Come on, she called silently to her neighbor. Please come on, before she finds some way to stop me. You don't even own a decent dress, her mother scoffed. She herself was wearing a nice dress, a present from her last boyfriend. Ivory's was a homemade cotton one, an original design and nicely made, if cheap. The girl could sew all right, but one needed more than a little talent to become a famous designer. It amused Marlene that Ivory thought she had the brains or the personality for such a career. Now, Marlene knew she could have done it herself when she was younger. Except that she'd never learned to sew, and she didn't want to spend every waking hour working. Ivory's slender hands clenched the old suitcase. "'I'll get a job. I know how to work,' she added pointedly. Her mother had always made sure that Ivory had had jobs since she had been old enough to be employed. The sarcasm didn't faze Marlene, though. It was early morning, but she had already had her first drink of the day. She was moderately pleasant for the moment. Don't forget to send me some of your salary, she reminded Ivory. You wouldn't want me to tell all the neighbors how you walked out and left me to starve, would you? Ivory wanted to ask her mother if she could possibly do any more damage to her reputation in the community than Marlene had already done. But there was no point in starting an argument now. She was so close to freedom that she could almost taste it. You'll be back, Marlene added smugly, and took another puff on the cigarette. Without me, you'll fall flat on your face. Ivory gritted her teeth. She would not reply. She was twenty. She'd managed to finish high school in spite of having to work and in spite of her alcoholic mother. She'd tried to understand why Marlene was the way she was. She'd tried to encourage her mother to get help with her drinking problem. All her efforts had failed. There had been one or two incidents that would be hard to forgive, much less forget. In the end, she'd taken the advice of the family doctor. You can't help someone who doesn't think she has a problem, he told her. Get out, he said, before she destroys you, too.